Hi, everybody. Welcome to the B2B Sales Podcast. I'm Skip Miller. And I'm Thibaut Suiris. Every two weeks, we're going to be interviewing thought leaders, experts, and top performers in B2B sales. And every other week, we'll share tactical tips and insights on how to start conversations, generate opportunities, and close deals faster. We're on a mission to change the way people see sales. As you know, sales is a profession that is one of the most rewarding ever. Yet people are afraid to try or really extend themselves. And this isn't really good. This podcast is brought to you by Sales Labs and M3 Learning. If you want to attend the recording of the podcast episodes and ask your questions to the guests, you can join the Selling Advantage community. It's a $25 a month subscription where you get access to a community of B2B salespeople, exclusive events, and tactical resources to help you close bigger deals faster. Join today and get one month for free at www.sellingadvantage.io. So get ready for your dose of sales wisdom, tools, and tactics, and enjoy the show. Today we're going to talk, uh, we're going to receive actually Manuel uh, Hartmann. So Manuel, welcome to the show. Thanks so much. Doing good? Doing very good. Thanks so much. Okay. That's, that's Three good. videos later today. So. Yeah, no, that's actually fine. You know, it's for Swiss guy. It's very surprising, but uh, you know, it's, uh, that's how it is. <laughs> cool. So today we're going to talk about why video uh, is changing prospecting forever. Um, but before we go and dive into that, can you just Tell us a bit more about you and who, who you are. Yeah, for sure. Um, can roll like founder and CEO of Sales Playbook. So helping B2B SaaS startups scale quickly from zero to 10 million AOR. Um, a few larger ones, like some more 20 to 50 right now. Um, teaching them things such as video sales letters for prospecting, like why uh, it's actually useful to have like 60% to 80% reply rates uh, by not sending everybody an email and just calling them seven times. Yep. So, so far we had 200 B2B SaaS startups over the last three and a half years, roughly, uh, with an all-inclusive like coaching platform for B2B sales. Okay, great. Yeah, the, we've been working together for quite a while now. Uh, it's been uh, very nice to see your journey and how, how successful you've been in Dach and uh, in Switzerland. So uh, I think that was, uh, that was re that's really exciting to see. And today we're going to talk really in details about video prospecting and how you use it. So... This show is sponsored by Tolstoy, as you know. So uh, I know you're using Tolstoy. You have a partnership with them. And it's you know something that is working pretty well with you. So if you could tell me maybe of the first time you've used a video for prospecting and how was the experience? Yeah, I think the first time I used video for prospecting was still with Loom, L-O-O-M.com. Uh, so like one-time video, which you can ship uh, about two and a half years ago. And at first it was like, how does this even work, right? Like why video? And somebody told me hey uh video is just the most natural way of having a conversation especially in remote times then covid hit so in the meantime i think i sent like 2000 plus video sales letters using tools such as loom tolstoy linkedin native video yeah okay okay i see and so when we prepared this show you actually uh, we had the idea of talking about uh, why video is changing prospecting forever so why is actually video changing prospecting forever I think it's just the most natural way of having a conversation remotely because, I mean, we're not built for text. We're made for human interaction. We cannot be in the same place every time. Um, but but just using tools such as Tolstoy is, is just like the most natural way of like having mimics, gestics, and and so on. Um, they're actually compared to any text form or anything else. 
Okay, okay. And also, it's interesting because have you, I mean, you may have seen the, the CEO of Klarna fire 10% of the company with video. Shit. So, uh, not like that, you know, not like, uh, but they. No, the better.com, Klarna did, did that as well. And like that, that's frustrating. I think we'll see more of that happening, hopefully, not via video, just. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, video is great some for things. Some people. things deserve like an in-person, face-to-face. Yeah, you don't want to fire people on pre-recorded videos or whatever. No. So we're no. talking about prospecting here, um, but so, okay. So, so yeah, I think video prospecting, as you said, I think during the pandemic, it's a, uh, it's been a very interesting way to uh, to communicate to create some asynchronous touch points. Yep. Uh, and for me also, you know, I've been using it uh, very often. And it's just something that is uh, really changing uh, the way people interact and reply, and you can actually start conversations. So can you maybe tell me a bit more about Sales Playbook and how you use video prospecting and how you coach your customers on that? Yeah, absolutely. Happy to. I think the first thing to help people understand is like why video is actually changing prospecting forever, which is the title of today's show, right? And then they also like, ah, oh, but isn't that like, do I need equipment for that? Like, no, you don't. Like a webcam is totally fine. Like your mobile phone is fine. Like, do I need to do anything special? Do I need to like have a special hair or whatever? Like, no, you don't. Oh, but I've never stood in front of the camera. I have like 167 excuses. So the first thing is like overcome this, this kind of action threshold for people. And it typically goes away like once they realize like that for a cold email, like a 10 to 20% reply rate in normal circles is like fine. I mean, for us, like that's 3x, like the benchmark. But actually then if you, if you tell people like the typical reply rate to a video is 60 to 80%, that's that's like six to eight times higher than what people are used to. Like, ah, right, why is that? And then like helping them realize also like when, when I asked like, how many videos did you get in 2022? They're like zero. How many emails do you get today? Like. 54. It's like, good. So what you're going to do when you get a video is like, I'm going to open it. If the video is not really bad, what I'm going to do is like, I'm going to reply to the person who's going to be interested. So, ah, okay, that's, I would actually reply to that. So let me try it out. Okay. And so, so what you're telling is mostly because it's a pattern interrupt and most people are not really using video prospecting. So it's kind of breaking the, you know, the, the pattern people are like, okay, that's interesting. What do you say in the video to get people to actually reply? I think it, it's very natural. I mean, I grew up, so to say, like um, on, on dialogue marketing, right? On like door to door sales, pretty much. And it, it's really just like, like, so like, hey, hey, hi there, like, hi, Thibaut, quick question, like, could I pick your brain for 32 seconds uh, about video prospecting and like if you'd be interested to learn more about it? So it's like a cold call, pretty much. Yeah. Um, sometimes even like the prospecting goes further after initial interaction so if you meet somebody just at a, at a conference and just send them a video on the way home like it's like hey it was nice to meet you would love to catch up next week here's a link right so yeah. you can cut a lot of the formality because it's a lot more natural human conversation okay i really like this point about the natural kind of human conversation you know i have a thing called the monthly prospecting plays where i share like a prospecting play every month to uh, people who pay me nine euro uh, i think per month mm -hmm. for that and uh, i was writing today like uh, one um, and uh, working on my templates and what you see is that the more you know the the shortest the more um the less kind of like formal you are in the way you communicate, the better it is. Same with uh, written communication, yep. but the more it sounds like natural and, uh, and, and you know, kind of like just talking as human to human, the more people tend to, to actually enjoy replying. 
And even if they are like C-level VP or, you know, people who are really extremely busy, they kind of appreciate when it's way more direct. So what you're saying and what I hear is that prospecting, a video prospecting is really a, a, another way to, to actually, you just hit record, shoot the video, share with it, and it's actually creating spontaneity, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, to, to Laura's question here on chat, also like how long should the first video be based on experience? It can be anything from literally 10, 15 seconds to 60 to 90. I wouldn't do anything longer than 90 seconds. So for example, LinkedIn, like if you open it on a messenger, it allows you to video record up to 120 seconds. Like there's a technical limit and I think that's fine. Okay. Yeah. I think even two minutes, uh, 120 seconds is that's long. That's it's long. Short. Yeah. That's intense. Yeah, exactly. But get some podcasts are even shorter than that. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so do you have any, you know, we could think about maybe some, some plays, you know, prospecting plays you use in, in where you use video, do you use it in certain like setup or how do you integrate it into your kind of sequence? I think like, I'm not like the biggest like enthusiast if it comes to the sales engagement platform, like outreach, outplay, um, sales loft and so on, because I think like it, it should always be like, like a, a bet basically sending an echo signal, like what bounces back very top funnel, but then it should be hundred percent personalized for me. Yeah. So one play I like to use is actually, um, having putting like introductions, like referrals for somebody, like just having that on a video, like at, at a physical event or so like, Hey, I'm just standing here with Thibaut. Like, I think you could benefit from like his knowledge about LinkedIn prospecting. So why don't the two of you have a chat? Like, but for that, that's for me, they, I mean, I'm prospecting and I'm STR for somebody else. Right. Mm -hmm. But that's way easier for me tend to take a business card, go home from the conference, scan it in, go to HubSpot, write an email, find a template, include the LinkedIn profiles because that's already there. So making that intro, like playing STR for somebody else in prospecting then takes me about 90 seconds compared to nine minutes or so. Okay. Okay, in so, high quality. So, so basically, what you're doing is you're introducing. So, some. So, can, can you maybe like clarify that? So, you're introducing like someone. You say, "Hey, I got this person. You should actually talk to this person." So, but what you don't get the meeting. It's the person you're introducing who gets the meeting. Right? Yeah, in, yeah, in that sense, and and like partners, colleagues start doing the same for me. Like over time, a bit, right? It's like, "Hey, I'm using your play now. Uh, here's somebody who needs help. Like he's the founder of Startup XYZ. They're struggling to close more deals faster. And could you have a conversation?" Okay. So that's actually something I encountered that there's adoption over time if you like be, are persistent about it uh, for a long time enough. So I guess both of you me like are building a bit of a reputation for like video enthusiasm, like yeah. video ambassador. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Okay. And so one, one big thing, you know, with video we see is that people are super afraid of using it. So they're like yes. terrified of putting themselves out there. Uh, what do you think is the case? Um, I think it's like singing, like, like 95% of people are like, I cannot sing. And like everybody, one, every one of us was singing in school, like as a kid and sing at Christmas or whatever. So it's not that you can or cannot do it. it it's just like putting yourself out there of the comfort zone. So a question I like to ask sometimes is like, do you want to be successful or comfortable? And it's like, mm, both. It's like, nah. <laughs> if you go to the gym and you're only comfortable, you don't grow, right? Like your muscles don't grow, your lungs don't grow. You don't get faster, stronger, better. And then what I, what I typically like to do is like in a webinar, so like, okay, please everybody pick out their phones now. Like, I mean, LinkedIn native videos, like a very quick way. Uh, and just send the host like a video right now. And then for the host getting like typically like 10 videos, like instantly that that's like an aha moment, right? So in yeah. incubators or like, or 
a CEO or a VP sales of their team. If, if that person gets 15 videos, like within two minutes, like, okay, this is, this is pretty good. I will actually like notch people on an ongoing basis to do that. Okay. Okay. I see. I see. Okay. Good. So, because what, what I've seen is, uh, you know, very often what you see with video prospecting is that people think they have to kind of create a really good quality uh, piece of content. So they see yeah. my camera needs to be great. The microphone needs to be great. And then I need to kind of like have a perfect script that sounds like a Hollywood actor, basically. And so very often what you see is that uh, people are SS people. Or there's a lot of actors, at least in the US, uh, who are working in sales because they cannot have a successful actor career. It's a lot more competitive. And so, but most people are not. And so then they end up like working really hard to create this piece of video that is going to last two minutes that actually no one will, you know, watch yes. because it's still a prospecting video. And so very often they do one, they feel extremely uncomfortable, then they kind of give up. And so what I found works really well is to, uh, just consider your video as a voicemail, just with your face on it. And so yeah. what you can do is open another tab where you won't see your face. Uh, don't even re-listen uh, to the video or re-watch it because it's the best way to, you know, feel to really, stop again. Yeah, it's yeah. really hard. And, you know, just like shoot videos or start communicating with the people in your organization, in your company, uh, asynchronously through videos. Then you get used yeah. to recording it and, and to the kind of like flow of it because it's just like recording a voice note, actually. So that, that's what I found works well. Got any other tips? Yeah. Um, try to really reduce like the, the, the power balance or like the status balance. Like, because then like, if I say like, I did 2000 plus videos, that's like, oh, okay, you're professional at this. I never did it. So I cannot do what you do. Like what I typically then show them like, hey, here's a video of me, like 60 seconds, how I introduce like a head of sales future uh, to like a VC, like for one of his portfolio companies. And that's me on a dentist chair, right? literally okay. like with everything here like looks crappy like friday night 6 p.m and that you have this very successful founder goes vc actually replied to that within five minutes and now the guy has like vp sales right and uh, i was like hey look on the open market if this would have been my best friend like this would be like a 20k 60 second video just before i go on a weekend yeah be like ah okay good so it doesn't need to be high quality like in a studio like okay you had actually the bloody dentist like you even look crap like whatever so the power balance like disappears. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think spontaneity is really like an important yeah. thing. What I was saying is like, you know, if you can record a live story on Instagram, you can record a prospecting video. You already have the skills, you know how to do that. So if you're one of these person who uh, hangs out on this kind of social network and you post uh, selfies or videos of you or whatever, you can do it also. Yeah, absolutely. You know how to catch the attention. So, yeah. And I think it's just like getting people to do it like once and then it's like, oh, okay, this worked actually. This is yeah. like jumping from a springboard, like one meter into the water or like if, you, if you're in boxing, like, okay, punch the boxing bag and now punch me. And then like people are initially very afraid, like when you lower your guard, it's like punch me in the face, like, ah, like people are more stunned than I, I've been boxing for a while, right? So then it's like, hey, I didn't die. Like you can go again. It's fine. I was yeah. like, really? Like, oh, okay, good. Nobody died. Fine. And mm -hmm. once they overcame this initial action threshold, then it's then it's actually they can go again, again, again. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. And so so for me, you know, I used uh, a lot of different kind of video prospecting tools, but I, I kind of I'm a big fan of Tolstoy. Yeah. Uh, and so uh 
you know, like, and I, I really like the, the different kind of features we have in there. I know you're also a big fan of Tolstoy. So can you tell me a bit more about how you use it and what other kind of uh, features you like from that? Yeah, I mean, one use case, I actually have it in my signature um, <laughs> still. So if like people read an email, right, like not every email is a video, but then people click on like the image, they automatically have like a video chatbot nearly, right? So they see uh -huh. like a 30 second, like, hey, thanks so much. Uh, like, I'm curious, what do you want to do next? And then it's like, hey, do you want to read the ebook, book a call, or just like watch me talking more? Watch me talking more. Like, hey, this is how it works. Like, this is typically some people like to read, some people like to talk, some people like to read a case that like what you would you like to do. And I mean, that's the big difference of Tolstoy versus any other video tools like Vidyard, Boombox, uh, Lumen, so on, that you can actually create a dialogue without yeah. being there physically. Okay. So yeah, I think it's getting the best of both worlds where you have a synchronous interaction and where you have like video, like with images, gestics, mimics. Yes. I actually maybe let's let's check how it works. Uh, you have it here. I'm going to share my screen, and then we're going to see how it looks. Okay, uh, share screen. Can you see my screen right now? Coming up. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Cool. I so recorded this a while ago, so it's pretty crappy, but it works. Yeah. So this is your, <laughs> this is your your signature, right? Right. It's in all your emails. Yes. Okay. And you do, do you have any deliverability issues or not? No. No. Okay. So uh, we had a question from uh, Itama. Itama. Uh, so no, actually from someone else was from who? How do you ensure the link in the email to your video is not perceived as spam, especially when prospecting? I don't know, but here I can tell you it does not, it's not perceived as spam. So um, what you see here is a GIF where you can generate a GIF like that and you can click on this and there's a link that is basically behind that. So whenever I click on that, you have access to that. Hi, I'm Manuel, the founder and CEO of Sales Playbook and together with my team, we had 180 plus B2B startups. Basically here, you can download the ebook Pretty cool, got some value, watch me talking more, and you're creating another path here. Now, skyrocketing with B2B sales revenue uh -huh. as a startup. It, it... And then you can book a call through HubSpot or whatever meeting link you had, or Canonly. Okay, good. So that's that's here it's a good hard, example uh, especially... of, uh, of how you can use video prospecting in Tolstoy in that case. You can also record some, uh, some uh, you know, like send you a, a kind of like quick uh, reply. So that's that's pretty interesting in there. So let me just like uh, close video. Okay, good. Can you, yeah, screen is not uh, seeable. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's back. And for example, this is an example, right? Like someone like, okay, there's 165 people now online. Like here comes this video like that's, I, I can always judge a bit by the number of customers because now we have 25 more, right? I think it recorded this like three, four months ago, old website, like, ah, no, the old website with the flying stars, ah, yeah. no, me talking like with this, whatever. And, but I need to overcome this anxiety then, right? This is like, okay, this is value, right? I think this is in sales overall in DACH. If people like, do you think this video will help somebody take an informed decision to solve a real world problem? It's like, yeah, for sure. Like I can help this person. Good. Then put your ego aside, go out there and solve the damn problem. Yeah. This is not about your ego. This is about solving problems. Yeah. And here it's very interesting because you, you, you actually uh, use video into inside of your email as a signature. So if you want to click in there, they can get some, some value. And what I always like to, uh, I love to see the world in three categories or. Let me not the world, but like 
access to you in three categories, cold, warm, hot. So cold are people who don't know anything about you. Warm are people who know stuff about you, but you know, are not especially kind of like, they don't really know much more than your name or what you do. And then hot people are people who know a lot about you, what you're doing, the solution you're solving. And basically, if you think about the call people, if you say book a call, don't do a demo or whatever, they won't click on that because they don't know about you. They don't know about the yeah. problem. So your goal here is to, you know, say, hey, do you have this problem? If you have this problem, there's potentially this solution. And basically they go from being cold to, okay, I have the problem. Then they're going to click and become warm. Maybe they're going to go and download your ebook, learn more, watch, let's say, webinar like you're doing here right now, and they become warm. And then at the end of it, they're like, okay, so my problem, for example, is I want to use, I, I have a hard time doing uh, getting replies. Then, you know, we're talking about a solution here, which could be video prospecting. You become warm. And then at the end, they're like, okay, so that's a problem. That's a solution. I need help with that. I want to book a call. You become hot and you book a call. So basically with Tolstoy, what I found really cool in there is that you can create this kind of path, just like a chatbot you would do, but in a way more interactive way where people can go and you can create all kind of path as you want and you can warm people up. So for me, that's been like the, at the core of what I've always been doing and I'm running my business by myself by just warming people up through that. Yeah. I think when you're prospecting, being on email, LinkedIn or whatever, your goal is to always have options for people who are in different categories. And when they're hot, they're going to go and book the call. But most people are cold and need to be educated or learn more about what you're doing. So I think that's a really good way to, to use this tool and pretty much any kind of video tool in that case. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's an interesting point also from, from Ludwig regarding the deliverability. I mean, that that's solved, right? Because you don't attach a file or similar, like it's literally just a GIF. So that, that's always okay. Uh, but any day that at which point the cadence in the video is most successful, I think what does not work, right? It's also important to like avoid the mistakes like I did, for example, we, we just tested like in, a, in an interseller campaign, like cold email. And the first thing like was like you had a video, but imagine you open your WhatsApp and there's a video of a person you don't know in your face like this, like, hey, I, I researched you and you like tomatoes and you like burgers and you like beer and like, I know everything about you. Shall we book a call? Like, whoa, that, that was really creepy and like fast and like the, too many steps at once, right? Yeah. Versus somebody connect with me on LinkedIn and then I accept and then there comes a personalized video back, like anything between like two and 20 minutes later. Like, okay, that's actually pretty cool. So, so you connected for a reason. Now you're explaining why you connected and then actually um, have a dialogue that, that that's how it should go. Yeah. And I think this again is very much like human interaction. If like you would be at the bar table and you come to me like, I watched you like out of the corner for half an hour and I'm gonna tell you which beer you like and what you did like 10 minutes ago, like that you are a creep. If you come <laughs> up to me, like say like, hey, quick question. May I ask you like three questions? Like, do you drink wine? Yes. Okay, red or white? Red. Dry or fruity? Like dry, okay. Could, could, may I offer you a glass of like Valbolicelli Brussels? Like, oh, yeah. Then it yeah. works because there's paths, right? If I would answer diff something different, like white wine, then you wouldn't offer me Valbolicelli Brussels. I think that's, that's the problem Tolstoy solves very effectively because otherwise it's always like one way. Yeah. Is it how you met your wife? You went to the bar, asked her try two questions and offered a glass of wine? No, I asked her like quick question, where are you going? Like better pick up that. I, I was directly coming from two moms of door to door selling on okay. the street. So Okay, good. <laughs> good. Cool. Uh so I think I'd like to actually open the questions we have here and start replying sure. to some of them. So uh we have a bunch of questions here. First one from Paul is hi Will. 
there be a recording of the video cast? Yes, there will. If you signed up, you will receive actually the recording. Uh, let's go to the other question here. Da, 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 da. Would we be covered, uh, Yasmin, as we are consuming too much video content? Will people consume interact less with CTAs and will it be more of recall value in the near future? More like leaving a memory print in the brain. That's like very, very futuristic in a sense. Uh, the memory print is definitely there if you like present enough on like LinkedIn or whatever channel. Like over time, people feel like that they know you to a certain extent, right? Like I had people basically like, did, did we ever meet in person, right? Like, no, never. Like, yeah, but I felt like because I watched one hour of video from you, like, uh, then then I feel like I know you better, right? So the, the trust, the speed of trust is actually advancing faster. I yeah. think the good thing is like, if you have a video, you don't need to write as much as in like an email with 20 PowerPoint slides, whatever. Just have the video and that is like, hey, would really have, love to have a conversation with you. I'll put my number below and also a call scheduling link. So like whatever you prefer, A or B. So you watch the video 30 seconds like a book call b call this number and that's much more effective because it's short it's less uh time to process yeah absolutely good uh there's is there any data at which point in cadence is the video the most successful i think like after like an initial connection like um an initial opening or reply of an email and then like replying personally or like on linkedin that's like accepting the invite um i think that that's like that's like the best point where you just like have the 60 to 80% reply rate from yeah. like cold, like mini warm up and then like go from warm to hot pretty, pretty quickly. Yeah. yeah. I've seen that also is basically, it's a great touch point whenever you already sent one and you want to really, you know, not say let's surprise people or get their attention. I think it's, it's a really good way. And, um, I would always, you know, as it's, as you said, like, it's important to have personalized videos. I would always personalize as early as possible in my sequence, because yeah. if you, let's say, have 20 touch points and you start personalizing at the end, maybe you could have that the reply, you know, 18 touch points before. So I would always start first. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, we have related to that in Germany. People are sometimes offended when using an informal approach. Any advice on that? Yeah, maybe a bit special because I'm on like a last name base with about two people in the world uh, and they're like all board members of like SMI Docs company. Um, so I, I'm a pretty informal person like, um, but I mean, in the end, it's all human beings. Like, for example, if it's if you send the Tolstoy link or so via LinkedIn, like people are okay to be on a first name basis. Yeah, you shouldn't put it on a Christmas card, maybe to the CEO of Siemens Global. Um, and then expect like to so say like hi Joe like hey I'm also in Switzerland like what up <laughs> so yeah. tailor your messaging your language to people to the people that you tackle but then while it is for in-person meetings probably go one more formal if somebody like wears a shirt wear a jacket in video actually go one more informal because it actually creates trust and creates like a human relationship yeah nobody waited for you 30 30 deck 30 slide deck Mm -hmm. um highly polished deck in a sense yeah also what i would say is um there's a few kind of like uh ideas of prejudice we have uh in life and for example uh, in france you know we think people french people are lazy or that they don't know how to speak english or whatever which often is true <laughs> french myself we often think that german are really good at building cars which is partially true uh, they're good at building like faking cars that pollute actually or don't pollute or stuff like that. And also the kind of industriousness of Germans as a nation 
is uh, there's a very interesting uh, uh, documentary about that. Is kind of all a huge marketing gimmick. So they are not more industrious or they are not better at industry as pretty much other developed nations. And one thing is we have is that we always say that Germans are very easily offended or whatever. And myself, I lived in Germany for a while, and I think actually it's not the case. So thinking, oh, they are German, they speak a language that sounds more harsh, means that they are actually uh, easily offended or whatever, I think is totally wrong. I have a lot of customers who have been using video prospecting in Germany, in the companies that are, you know, in the DAX 40 or whatever, DAX, uh, you know, like the big kind of like uh, public uh, companies or whatever, and they had crazy good reply rates with videos. So one thing that could prevent your videos from going through is the kind of uh, uh, really old companies that use Internet Explorer 6 or whatever and uh, prevents you from reading any link from outside. That could be one thing. But I think culturally, Germans are not so different from the rest of Europe, you could say, or the Western world. And I'd argue that actually videos work much better in Germany or in markets like Italy, France, where there's a lot less videos than in the US, for example. So I think absolutely we should start... everything works better outside of the US than in the US. <laughs> Just exactly. Because US is about like five years probably ahead of like pollution, you could say, in outreach. I mean, email sequence is giving you like 30 to 50 percent reply rate in, in Loch, Germany, Austria, Switzerland, probably give you like a three to five percent reply rate in the US. And the same is true for video. Because like so, so few people ever got one in their life. Like for them, it's like the intrigue, like is huge. I mean, the, the, yeah. it's, it's all Germans with French, whoever, like it's all pretty reptile brain, right? And it's all humans. I mean, like flagging somebody like, oh, you're German, you're not, you don't have a sense of humor. You need like patience or like, it's just stereotyping. It's just like conscious yeah. or unconscious bias, which I don't think is even the right thing to do. Exactly. Like it says it's just having a human conversation. And sometimes it's very surprising for people, right? They can go to the, the most attractive men or women in the club or like to the CEO on the conference or to whoever and, and just like like hey I just want to like know something like can I ask you one question and typically it was like yeah sure like it's, it's all human beings right yeah exactly <laughs> exactly we had a question why did you shoot Tolstoy I don't know because they're sponsoring the, uh, the show. <laughs> sounds pretty obvious no for me, personally, Tolstoy, and, and obviously they're sponsoring the show and everything, but uh, for me, I, I've been using video prospecting and uh, namely Vidyard before. And when I fell on Tolstoy, I just found the tool was way more powerful and just way more interesting to actually use. And uh, yeah, that's why. Yeah, same. Okay. If it's integrated with Instagram, I don't know. I'm a B2B guy. Like our customers sell five, six, sometimes seven figure deals to Docs, SMI. Mittelstand companies, so I don't know. Do you no, know? <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if they are in, say, in, integrated with Instagram. I don't think that's Probably a use case. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, if you are using video for prospecting and you are working from profiles for a couple of clients, is asking them to create a signature video for their LinkedIn, say as one of their follow-ups, a good option? Yeah, I think absolutely. I mean, LinkedIn offers you that as well, right? That you can offer like record, I think like a 10 second or five second thing that like when somebody goes on your profile, it pops out and like, again, mine is really old. I didn't take the opportunity to do a new one, but still people like one out of 10 said, like, Hey, I watched your video. Like now I know you a little bit before we jump on a call. This was really cool. So again, it's much more about taking action than getting it perfect. Yeah. So I would absolutely recommend them to do that. Yeah, as you said, I think it's really about you don't really care if it's perfect because it's never going to be. So it's better to have something than nothing, I would say. And uh, as you go and you test, you see how it works. And if it doesn't work, you change it. So that's that's pretty much yeah. what I would say. 
Yeah, absolutely. And then regarding LinkedIn, a couple of weeks, security step. I don't think that's even a security step. That's just LinkedIn that wants to keep you on a platform and kill your fucking conversion. Like, yeah. honestly, LinkedIn just doesn't like external links. Side note, if you ever like write a post, only put like links in the first comment, not in your post directly. Otherwise, LinkedIn kills your reach. Side note on that. Yeah. Um, so, but LinkedIn lets you do like um, a video directly out of the app. So, I mean, if you go there, and you actually like go to, for example, Tibor here and uh, you go message, right? Maybe I can just show this like here pretty much on screen. And I go to Tibor here um, in my messaging and I click on like the, the doodle plumber and I go take a video, this for me here. I can actually take a video yeah. and just say like, um, in that sense, like record here. Hey, Debo. Uh, yeah, this is awesome show. Just demonstrating how easy video it actually is. I can switch camera. Uh, so here it's outside, baby, boxing bag and stuff. And uh, yeah, chipping that. So yeah. that's as easy as it is, right? We can do it live, like took about 15 seconds. It's now in Tibo's inbox on LinkedIn. Um, and it's not an external link, right? So yeah. this, is, this is good. Yeah. No, no deliverability, no spam, no external links, no firewall issues at all. Yeah. That also works really well. It's a native uh, feature with LinkedIn, so you don't need to pay anything. You just have to be connected with someone. But yeah, if you have doubts that people will click on the link, you can you can use that. Yeah, it's a good yeah. one. If you're interested in having a company as a client and you decide to send them a video, how can you send a video without it looking weird in case they don't reply with LinkedIn? Again, I think this is this is you want to first have some sign of like coming back before you go video again. You can still use it as a pattern interrupt if you try to call three times and it's just like, hey, I tried calling you. This is, you didn't react. Like, this is why I try video. But I mean, then in this case, I think like um, another pattern interrupt, like a, a soft breaker works much better. It's like, hey, I tried to reach you three times, no reply. It doesn't seem to be a priority for you right now. That's fine. Um, let me get back to you in two, three months. Yeah. That, that has like a 70, 80% reply rate as well. Yeah, and uh, just get used to to the fact that most people won't reply, and yeah, that's at some point they will. You know, it's not because they didn't reply that they will never reply. So uh, it's just you know that's part of prospecting. A lot of people, you know, do a lot of work to reach out to them. They won't reply, and that's okay. Yeah, like be become a customer an hour later. That's fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And from your experience, what are the things we should not say in those videos? Um, I mean, that, that's a, that's a general sales thing or just human thing, right? Like avoid like first perspective, like, Hey, I'm Manuel, I'm the founder of CEO of Sensible Book. Like we uh, do six figure monthly revenue. We have 200 customers. We have a platform. We have an app. We do this. Like nobody gives a shit. Like quite frankly, like, okay, swear less than I do. Like not a good role model, but make it about the other person, right? Like, Hey, I saw you attended the same university an amazing track record in a scale up before, like congrats to your new chief revenue officer position. Right now at XYZ, Starmind, whoever. And I'd love to understand how you're actually fixing the prospecting challenge that it's harder now than ever for people to get a 15-minute meeting because people are incredibly busy. They're tired of video meetings without qualification. And just fun question for you. Did do your sales development reps use video sales letters already, or shall I show them how to? Mm -hmm. Then this would be, for example, yeah. a sample message, yeah. And I think also is a lot of lot of time what I see is that SDRs are using case studies uh, to uh, you know or white papers or whatever. Think it's too early. Yeah. yeah, and the thing is, case studies are used whenever you are in a late stage and you want to find people who look like you, 
who have had like results that you want. So that's why case studies are there to show that other people who look like you have had some similar results. And so showing case studies, showing platforms or whatever is not something that works. What is really important in videos and prospecting in general is to catch the attention of your prospects. And the best way to do that is to show that you understand what problem they have and you can come up with an idea or come up with something to solve it. And instead of coming up with a solution, you actually want to push pull. So basically you want to say, if you have this problem, I have a, may have a solution. So just reply and I'll tell you more. You don't want to actually create and just give everything up front. You want to get them to actually engage so you can actually start the conversation. So that's what I would say in video and everything is just get people to be really curious. And uh, once once you get their attention, you'll see it's a lot simpler to have a conversation. So uh, easy problem solution. So you really insist on the problem. You tease a potential solution, and when they reply, that's when you're actually going to be able to have a good conversation. Yeah, I think that's that's such an interesting point you tackle there because I think people confuse value for intrigue. Like they try to provide as much value, and they want to be understood before understanding, which I think is a bit arrogant, right? instead of creating enough intrigue to continue the conversation. Yeah. So actually like in any call and any outreach, like in any prospecting situation, like you want to just get one question, like, oh, that's interesting. How do you fix it? Like, yeah, it's a good question, right? Like, why don't we jump on a call? Yeah. You only want to have this one little hook, which allows you like to get the other person interested enough. Like, can you tell me more about like, sure. How does Tuesday 2 PM or Wednesday afternoon works? Or here's a scheduling. Let's do it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, for me, my business, I started being, you know, having good success with it. When I stopped providing value for free upfront, you know, I was like, okay, I'm going to provide as much value as I can to get some leads. And so yeah. when you get free value, like people are fine and they just like, they have no engagement. But when you start asking stuff in exchange, you got let a lot less people, but when often they are a lot more engaged and they're the ones who bring you money. So by just saying no and, you know, gating pretty much like the, um, the value, you know, showing, okay, I got something for you, but you have to engage. It's a really good way to start a conversation. And for me, it's always been like that. You intrigue people. And then if they want to know more, they have to come into a call. And that's when it's actually a good conversation. And the idea is not to, to lock them into a call and sell them something, but really having this conversation. And for a lot of deals I have, they do not end up being closed immediately. But after down the line, I get a lot of referrals and a lot of deals that are closing later. So that's yeah. that's yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Question from Carl Griffiths. Do you have any personal statistics to share regarding the conversion change from direct messages to using video prospecting? Yeah, I, I would say like it doubles or triples like your, your reply rates. Like I mean 20 to 30 percent reply rates on text and then video is like 60 to 80 percent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. like the personal statistic. Um for me, I don't really have any specific for videos. Um for like sequences that I use that typically get like include one video in LinkedIn, I get on average 38% reply rate and 11% meeting rate. That's what I see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we had something here, sending the video via email with more info in it, good or bad from Yuri. I need to better understand what the more info contains, right? I mean, get this so much from pros, like send me some information. And to this bloody day, I don't know what more information is about like a decade or more in sales later. So, so less, I... less, less is more typically. I mean, after startup sales summit, like I send like out of hops, but like an email, no video, no nothing. So that's like, thanks for signing up. I hope you get tons of value. Here's like the, the I, I know you could probably not attend all sessions for whole Friday. Like 
get all the 14 slide decks here for free. And it was like an eight step quiz, right? Like, and, and we got like 214 out of 640 registrations, like really high conversion rate that filled out the eight questions to get the decks. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't have been zero beneficial here to add a video and explaining all the stuff because we've been talking on the Friday before for like a full day, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's really context specific, I think. In general, less is more. In general, it is, yeah. And I think you can maybe introduce the video uh, if it's not like making, you know, if it's not creating curiosity enough. But that's what I would, I would do. I would, I would just, you know, the content is in your video and you can say, hey, check this out or made this for you. That's what I like to kind of introduce, but nothing more than uh, yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I think we have a question here. Uh, what do you do when you see your video don't generate response? Um, yeah, like other pattern interrupt, like typically not helpful to send four videos, right? I mean, sometimes like you can do really short follow-up a bit later, like just like, the shortest follow-up I got like was a question mark. Like one short one was a manual question mark and one was just question mark. And I actually replied to it. It was like, yeah, yeah, okay, I'm coming, I'm coming, it's fine. <laughs> so less is more again. Um, and if you don't get a reply on like the video prospecting, change channels, right? Like call yeah. or email or connect on LinkedIn or send them a physical letter. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, changing uh, is, is a good thing because what happens is a lot, a lot of time people just uh, see videos when they are in meetings, so they can't really watch the video. So just try maybe with text because maybe they will actually reply. Uh, but it's really about varying like the channels and the media you use. And I think that's a good way to do that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then we have Itama, I think, who's uh, asking if you can explain again the referral strategy you mentioned at the beginning. I think you didn't get it. Yeah, um, yeah, fair enough. Like, um, happy to clarify. I think a cold prospect, I mean, for, for me, like, it's really if I meet somebody, for example, I meet somebody in health tech that's deeply like selling a med tech product, like going to market, see certification, like reimbursement from insurance, all the stuff that I'm not really proficient at, but I don't know, like, a partner of us, like, who is. Uh, and the person asked me, for example, hey, so you, you help startups in sales, can you help us? Like, I can, but this person is more qualified than me. May I introduce you? I was like, sure, if you, I thought like you were qualified, like I trust you. Like if you have a person that's more qualified, very happy to. Or for yeah. example, the sales recruit, like, hey, can you help me find salespeople fast? Like, yeah, I can teach you the active sourcing part and I can teach you like what to look out for. Are you looking to accelerate the journey? Do you have a budget of 20 to 30K? Like, yes, okay. Let me introduce you to sales that I trust that is really specific for B2B SaaS startups. Yeah. So Itama, in that case, it's not really that you are booking meetings for yourself. It's more when someone yeah. talks to you and you see that you cannot uh, solve the problem for them, but you know someone who can, you introduce and you create videos. So it's actually a lot simpler to start the conversation. And uh, it's a really, really good way to uh, to generate business for these people. But then you're going to get a lot of business back. That's what you see very often. Because if you provide, you know, some kind of value upfront and manual, you're really good at that. Then it's a lot simpler to kind of have the conversation, bounce ideas, and uh, and so that's uh, that's that's kind of the concept in there. Yeah. No, no religious beliefs or so like or spirituality about karma. But I mean, in sales is helping people. So if you can like do it, I mean, without asking anything in return. Yeah. Exactly. Good. Any last word, anything you want to talk about, Manuel? Uh, from my side, yeah, really, really true pleasure. Always like um, having you on like as podcast guests on our Europe's B2B Salesforce podcast as, as part of like your, your podcast here. Uh, I think it's really cool that you're uh, bringing, bringing Tolstoy more to Dach. Uh, I think like video is still 
it's very day one still um, in, in Germany, Austria, Switzerland. So really cool that you're endorsing it. And to all the 165 people that joined, thanks so much for your time. Yep. If you thanks. want to connect, I'll just post my LinkedIn link um, into the chat, if that's okay. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Connect here. Yeah. And then also, if that's interesting, because like I'm still like ashamed by the old website that we have with the flying stars, like new website here. Feedback appreciated. I'm not gonna share like the book of calling because that's too cold, right? Okay. We learned. <laughs> cool. Yeah, yeah, that was great, Manuel. Thanks for coming on the show and uh, talk soon then. Thanks for listening to that episode. If you like what you hear and you want to explore more, I invite you to join the Selling Advantage community. It's a paid community we're running with Skip Miller, where you're going to get access to a content library with training, checklist, and exclusive resources. You'll also get access to our experimentation swipe file and a Discord group with 150 tech sales people. We also have online events where we invite special guests, a regular Ask Us Anything, and our content is focused on sales for North America and EMEA. If you want to check it out, go to sellingadvantage.io or click on the link in the show notes and you'll be able to sign up. 